The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx. Check out our other podcasts on clean comedy, Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, and even a new podcast that connects the Christian worldview to the everyday. Check it out, those podcasts, and more to come at noodle.mx, the Noodle Mix Network, noodle.mx. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 29, how to record and mix multiple hosts in Audacity. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. That's my Twitter name, in case you want to follow me on Twitter. And also check out my clean comedy podcasts and more over at noodle.mx. This is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And I've got some cool things in store today. This is an audacity-focused episode, although the principles, well, let me back up and say it's not totally audacity-focused, but I will be explaining this using audacity, but the principles that I will explain apply to other programs as well, not just audacity, because today we're going to talk about how to do a double-ender A double ender is a certain phrase that you may or may not have heard, but it's a way that you can record multiple podcast hosts and combine it together for the highest quality. See, if you want to have co-hosts with your podcast and you want the absolute highest quality recording you can get of those co-hosts, you are limited to really only two options. The first option is to invest in all of the equipment in your own studio and have those co-hosts join you in the studio. That's the way I do it with Jeremy, my co-host on The Ramen Noodle, the Clean Comedy Podcast, and also the way I do it with Eve, my co-host on Are You Just Watching, is they come into my studio where I have two Heil PR40 microphones and these nice robot arms that make it really handy to move the microphone around and shock mounts for the microphones and all of this stuff and my mixer and a hardware compressor limiter gate and all of this stuff. So I know the quality of recording that I can get in the studio and I can customize that. I have full control over that quality. But the people you choose to have with you on your podcast might not be in the same location or same state, or maybe even in the same country, you might have co-hosts in a completely different country or on the other side of the country. In whatever case, they might not be able to come join you for your podcast. If you record through Skype or through whatever means that you might normally record extra people on your podcast, your co-hosts, there's always the chance that the quality is not going to be great. In fact, I will tell you, the quality of Skype is not nearly as good as recording in studio, even if you're just using another $20 microphone. You'll still get much better quality if you record your co-hosts in studio than if you record it over Skype. But there is another way that you can get really high quality recording of your co-hosts without 
having to record through Skype. See, if you record through Skype, then you have to either have the right software setup or the right hardware setup. And I'll explain later on ways that you can record Skype using Audacity or rather other software that may or may not be free for Windows or Mac, but that's something different. This is an option to record the absolute highest quality. If you want it to sound like your co-hosts are in the studio with you on high quality equipment, but they're not in the studio with you, then the only way that you can do this is to record what's called a double ender. Double enders come from the days of television before satellite came out, before they could connect via satellite, is what they would do is when there would be a a network news station, for example, and they'd have the main interviewer and then the interviewee, and they would be in separate locations. What they would do is they would talk through a telephone connection and hear each other and hear each other's questions and answers. And at the main studio, they'd be recorded with their studio equipment and everything and their audio equipment. And then the other person, the interviewee, would be recorded at his location with their video cameras and equipment and such. Sometimes they would even do this with green screens or chroma keys so that they could make it look like these two people were in the same studio editing it afterward. Now that's the key is they would edit this afterward because back before they had satellite with TV communications and such, they didn't have the bandwidth to transfer all this audio and video on high enough quality. So what they would do is they would videotape it at each location. Then they would send the videotape recording to that main studio where they would then mix it how they wanted to, either two separate shots or they'd try and mix it together and make it look like they're in the same studio with green screen work and such. This was a double ender. Now, they don't do this anymore because they have this bandwidth through satellite in order to transfer this data of the video and audio in high quality so that it can be live from these locations. But this technology, or this technique rather, can still be used in podcasting to produce the best quality audio. And that is that what you do is you record at your end just yourself, and maybe sound effects too if you want to do that in your recording. But then you get your co-hosts to record themselves, and they send you their recording and you combine that together. It's called a double ender. But just because it says has the phrase double in it doesn't mean you're limited to only two. I know of some podcasts who do this with three or four co-hosts that they combine it together. So, But it's still called a double ender. So now let me tell you how to do this. How to set this up and record it. So how to set it up, how to record it, how to share these files, and how to mix it together. And I will be using Audacity as the illustration. However, this works pretty much the same way in any program because it's really simple. It's a lot easier than it sounds. First of all, for setting it up, you obviously have to have multiple hosts. So you get your co-host with a microphone. Every co-host needs a microphone. It doesn't have to be an expensive microphone like a Heil PR40. A little bit better than a headset mic or one of those little stick mics would be preferred. But still, like I said, those will still give you better quality audio 
than recording through Skype. But the better quality microphone you have, the better Skype will be. Just if you can get the best quality microphone that's affordable for your co-host, try and do that. There are options. You can get a $30 or $40 option off of Musician's Friend. I'll have a link to that in the show notes of a really cheap option that's a dynamic microphone, but it's XLR, so it might not work as easily for them unless they have a mixer too. But what you can do is check out the link that I share in the show notes and then find a way that your co-host can have the best quality microphone that's possible. Then once each of your co-hosts have a microphone, then you need to make sure that they have a way to record themselves. You can do this with either Audacity, which is, of course, the easiest, most free, most free, (laughs) it's the free way to do it, is that they can download Audacity and record themselves into their computer. They might need a little bit of help setting up for their specific computer how to record through their microphone or however, what kind of microphone they're using. Hopefully their computer would automatically detect it and so would Audacity, but they need to record it in Audacity or any other program, or maybe they have a portable recorder. Here's something else that they could do. If they have a portable recorder like a Zoom H4n or an Edderall R-09HR or really anything like that, they could even hold that recorder or set that recorder in front of them and record into that and not even have to worry about a computer at all. So set it up, meaning your co-hosts need to be able to record themselves in as high of quality possible, either record into Audacity or into some kind of little device that can save a digital file. Get the best recording possible. It doesn't matter if you are hearing this recording while they're recording it. So once you've set up the recording, then you talk with each other and record. You can talk with each other either through Skype, through Google Voice, or even just a phone call between the two of you. Or two-way radios? No, probably not. Skype, don't worry about setting up Skype for podcasting because you're doing a double ender, so you don't have to record Skype or Google Voice or anything that you're using All you really care about is just connecting with that person so you can hear what they are saying. You know what? You could even do this if you have dial-up internet, which who has that anymore besides my parents? If you do something that doesn't require the internet, like if you just take a phone and you call your co-host and you do your entire podcast through the phone, it doesn't really matter what kind of internet connection you have or they have. Because they're recording themselves into a non-internet-based device, and you're recording yourself into non-internet-based device, meaning just to something there in your hands or in your de- on your desk, and they're doing the same thing. So then just call each other on the phone, or Skype, or Google Voice, or whatever, and so you can be able to hear each other and respond to each other, answer and questions and everything. I recommend something that's hands-free so someone isn't having to hold something near the face because that does affect the way they talk. And for some weird reason, people always tend to talk louder on the phone. People say it has to do with the way that you hear yourself through the phone. 
I think it's more just a habit that people have of talking louder, but try and work that out with your co-host that they not do that. So record yourself. And in preparation for mixing the files together, you need some way to synchronize yourselves or know how you can be synchronized. An easy way to do this is count to three and clap each time and try and count right on a second. So you can tell them, grab a clock that has seconds on it and we're going to count. And what you need to do is you count one, one, two, three and count at the same rhythm no matter what you hear from them. And you tell them, count when you hear me count. So what you're discovering is the delay between you and them. So you might say one, and it might be a second or two later until you hear them say one. You just keep going. You count three, count ten, whatever number. Let them catch up. In fact, it might be better if you count ten. That way they can have plenty of time to catch their number. So they say and clap the number that they heard you say. You get the rhythm going like that. Just count to 10 would be enough and clap to 10. What you're doing is creating a marker in your audio file for a way that you can synchronize these two recordings. Because remember, you're recording yourself in one location. They're recording themselves in another location and the files are not attached to each other. The recordings aren't attached to each other. So then you record it. You stop the recording. It doesn't matter when you've started or stopped the recording, like how much empty space there is at the beginning or end. Because of those claps, you'll be able to figure out how to synchronize yourselves. So you set up for the best possible quality. Then you record your podcast. Make sure that you've prepared in some way for synchronization. Then you need to share the files with each other. If you're doing a regular podcast episode with a co-host, then the easiest, simplest way I recommend for sharing these files with each other is using Dropbox. Dropbox is absolutely free for 10 gigabytes, I'm sorry, not 10, 2 gigabytes of storage. And then for every person you refer, you get a quarter gigabyte more. So sign up for Dropbox at noodle.mx slash Dropbox. That's just my referral link. So yes, I'll get 250 megabytes more storage space if you sign up through that. Create a folder in Dropbox and share it with each other. And you share it through the website and you type in that other person's name and they'll join Dropbox, install it, you join it, install it on your computer. Dropbox will then create a folder on your computer and on their computer and anyone else you share that folder with. Then whatever you place in that folder will be placed in that folder on everyone else's computer that's accessing that folder. So it's as if you guys are storing in the exact location, but it's synchronizing with each other through the internet. So if you delete something from that folder... It will also be deleted from their computers. The reason this is great for regular podcasts where you are podcast hosts is this is a single place where you will be regularly sharing files. Every time they finish recording an episode, 
they could either save their Audacity recording, their projects straight into that folder, or if they're recording to another device or however they're recording, they can drop that file, preferably as uncompressed as possible, drop that file into that folder shared with you and not have to worry at all about it after that because it will upload to the internet and then download to your computer. If one of you is on dial-up, this is going to take a while, so be prepared for that. But most of you probably aren't on dial-up. I would actually say that probably all of you are not on dial-up. If anyone is, let me know. But this is automatically synchronizing your recordings. Now, because you have two gigabytes of space, that's enough space to share more than an hour of uncompressed audio. So you'll be able to get the highest quality audio recording without having your co-hosts have to worry about how to compress it, what MP3 settings to use. They can just export it out as a wave, or they could just, if they're using Audacity, they could just save the Audacity project right to that folder and it will share it with you. And then you can copy it or move it out of that folder. And then you have their recording. So you set up for the best quality. You record yourselves. Make sure to account for any synchronization things. You share the files. I recommend Dropbox for regular co-hosts. If you don't have a regular co-host, maybe they have Dropbox too and can share it with you. Or there might be some other file sharing service they want to use. Like you send it or all of these other things. You can just look over on the internet. I'll have a few suggestions in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 29. And you can check out those, the list of those. And remember, if you're going to sign up for Dropbox, please use my referral link so I get a little extra space. I don't get any money for it, but I do get some more space. And that helps me. It helps you. Noodle.mx slash Dropbox takes you straight there. So once you have these files together, mix it together in your favorite audio editor. You know that here in the Noodle Mix Studios, we use Audacity because it's free and it does its job very well. And it's, I think really it's very sufficient for everything I've done so far and very powerful too. But don't worry about what program you use because you can do this with any program, GarageBand, Audacity, Audition, Logic Pro, whatever program you're using. You can do this as long as you have multiple tracks. So import your audio into Audacity and then import their audio into Audacity. What you'll end up with is two tracks. They might be two mono tracks or they might be two stereo tracks, but you'll get two tracks. One is you, one is your co-host. Look for that spot in the beginning where you synchronized yourselves with the counting off and clapping as you count and you'll notice that each time you clap it creates a spike in your audio and those spikes are very thin and make it very easy to align them with each other here's where your results may vary because depending on how you respond to each other when there's a slight delay you may want to leave your recordings slightly delayed Or you may want to line them up better. It's up to you. First try it out, lining them up. So lining up your claps with your co-host claps. 
and line it up just like that to see how that works out with your timing. Listen to a couple samples in your section of audio, like throughout your recording to see how it sounds. But all you do is just move it around to line it up. And in Audacity, the button that you want to look for in order to move these tracks around, it's called the Time Shift Tool. Looking at the Audacity toolbar just to the right of the record button, this is in Audacity 1.3 beta, and it's similar in 1.2. You've got the I-beam looking thing that's kind of like the cursor tool. That's the selection tool. In the second row of those six buttons, right next to the magnifying glass and the little asterisk looking button, there's a button that has two arrows pointing in opposite directions with a line connecting them. That's the time shift tool. When you click that, that allows you to move audio back and forth across the timeline. So use that tool in Audacity to align your audio tracks. Don't worry about if it's breaking out or not aligning at the ends. You don't have to worry about that at all. Just align it the way that you want it there at the beginning And then listen to a couple points in your audio to make sure it sounds okay and it sounds natural in the way that you've aligned your audio. If you find that you keep talking over each other, not like correcting yourselves, but just it seems like a regular thing that by the time you finish or when you are finishing a sentence, then your co-host already starts talking and it's not an interruption, but it's just a kind of weird overlap, then you might have moved things a little too much. So adjust it and then listen to just a couple places throughout. The nice thing is you only have to make this one kind of global adjustment. You don't have to adjust all of these points throughout your audio. Just adjust it once and then check a couple points. And when it's good, you're done. Just clip the beginning and end, any extra silence. And of course, that sinking part between the two of you with the clapping and such just clip it cut it if you need to mix any music do that but there you have your audio that is ready so you get the advantage of having your high quality recording and their high quality recording and again even if they're using the cheapest microphone their recording using this double ender method will sound much better than if you record them through Skype. And it's also really a lot less complicated because setting up your computer to record Skype can be tricky depending on your operating system and what kind of computer you have and what kind of audio equipment. But I will eventually talk about how to record conversations through Skype or through the phone into Audacity depending on what kind of audio equipment you have, even if you don't have a mixer, but that's later on. So again, that process is that you set up each other for the best quality possible, get the best mics you can for each other, record those mics into something, either record it into Audacity or into a digital device, clap and count to 10 with each clap in order to find your synchronization points, then record your podcast, share your files with each other or have your co-host share your files Have your co-host share your files with you and then mix it together in Audacity and just line up that synchronization until it sounds right and use that clapping at the beginning to see how that sounds. And then then, (laughs) 
and did I say then twice or three times? That's fun. Then you will have your recording that sounds as if you two are in the same studio. Of course, there are going to be some differences in microphones, but it's still going to sound a whole lot better than if you record through Skype. The reason, though, that you might want to choose to record through Skype is that your co-host doesn't have to do anything other than pretty much show up and have a microphone. They don't have to record themselves or share any files with you, but that means you have to have a little bit more complicated hardware software setup in your studio. So try and follow those processes and let me know how it turns out for you if you have any questions. Email those to feedback at noodle.mx or call into 859-353-4332 or leave a comment on the show notes which will have some of the links to the services and hardware I've mentioned including that inexpensive $30 microphone or something like a blue snowball or any other kind of microphone there. Check out the links in the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 29 and let me know how it works for you and if you have any questions on the format now i want to tell you something that i'm excited about is the noodle mix network is growing i haven't started my fourth podcast yet yet i have several podcasts in mind that i will be starting in 2011 But a new podcast has joined the Noodle Mix Network. It's not so much a new podcast. It's been out for a little while, for a few months. But it has joined the Noodle Mix Network. And now the shows will be available on the Noodle Mix Network. And if you are subscribed to the Noodle Mix all-inclusive feed, you've already received many of these episodes. And I hope you're enjoying it. The podcast name is Christian Meets World. It's from Jason Rennie, who is the host of another podcast that I've enjoyed for a while called The Sci-Fi Show, which was actually the podcast that inspired Eve and I to start our podcast, Are You Just Watching? So it's kind of what goes around comes around and whatever other little cliches you can think of there. It's funny that now Jason had inspired that podcast And then he's coming back and joining the Noodle Mix Network. But check out the podcast, Christian Meets World. It is where the Christian worldview interfaces with the everyday. The guy is Australian, but yet he talks about politics in a way that, and worldview in a way that doesn't really matter what country you're from. It is a really fun podcast. I've enjoyed listening to it for a while, and I'm very happy to have it finally as a member of the Noodle Mix Network. So you can check that out at noodle.mx, and you'll see the banner there and his show's posting, Christian Meets World. Check it out. And two other things I want to share with you is something funny that I've seen from one of my friends is there is a Behringer B1 large diaphragm mic on amazon.com that does not look like a microphone and the comments to this are hilarious so check out the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 29 to see the picture and get the link to this amazon entry and try and go there as soon as you can because we don't know how long this will last but it is quite fishy and funny too 
and check that out with the Behringer microphone. It's it's a lot of fun. I'll probably blog about it as well. So you can watch for that on the blog at noodle.mx or the Audacity to Podcast. And finally, since I mentioned earlier using Google Voice in the process of calling your co-hosts and just being able to hear each other, not necessarily record each other through Google Voice, but just hear each other. In Gmail, you have the ability that if you have a Google Voice number in Gmail, you've had the ability to call phones from Gmail without having to go into Google Voice or anything, but you could just call a phone number through your Gmail account for free. The good news, great news, is that Google has extended that all the way through 2011. So you can continue to call regular phone numbers through your Google Voice number using gmail.com. That's the email service from Google. And it's all free, completely free, that you can call phone numbers from your computer without having to pay anything. So this is, of course, cheaper than Skype out because Skype out, which is where you use Skype to call a phone number, does cost. But using Gmail and Google Voice doesn't cost at all if you do this. And that is free for 2011. And I'll have a link to that announcement in the show notes. This is kind of old news now that January is almost over, but still I wanted to share it with you in case you haven't heard about it. And as well, you could sign up for a Google Voice and be able to do this for free. And I'll talk more about that later in the future. So I hope that this benef- this podcast and content has been beneficial to you in giving you some ways that you could enhance the quality of your episodes without really having to upgrade your equipment at all, just using the quality that your current equipment already gives you. If you have any questions or comments on this process, then like I said, please email feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 and leave a comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 29. Also, Remember that contact information if you have any other questions or comments. Please also remember, I am a web designer, a freelance web designer, and podcast consultant. So if you need any help designing your website, cover art for your podcast, getting my subscribe and follow widget for your podcast, or anything like that, any way that I can help make your message look great, please email daniel at noodle.mx. Follow me on twitter.com slash noodle. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel Lewis. Thank you so much for listening.